local recording. Welcome back at long last to episode 32 of The Valkyrie Cast, a podcast about movies, TV, and video games. I'm your host, Matt. Joining me as always, we have your two wonderful co-hosts. First, we have Drew. Hey, everyone. And our wonderful other co-host, Tommy. What up, my friends? So, we got a little explaining to do. Uh, We've been away for a while now, and it's not... Well, no, I've been right here. Well, Tommy's been here, and we've been here, but uh, our actual Technology's podcast... Technology's not been here. Technology has not been our friend. Uh, the way we normally record our podcast has not been working, so we've been trying some other things, which seem to also work. Also have not been working. Also have not been working. We got about halfway through a podcast about the Oscars, and everything just went crazy, and we lost half of it. So we just were like, we're not, we're not gonna get an episode out until we're sure it's actually working. So we're still working on some bugs here and there, but uh, hopefully we'll be back to having an episode a week or an episode every other week, depending on these kind of issues. But we're back, and uh, today we're actually gonna be talking about the new video game Sea of Thieves. We've been being living that pirate life a little bit, and so we're gonna talk about that and our thoughts on that um we've missed lots and lots of news and we can't cover it all because there's so much we've missed that (laughs) i don't even know where to begin but one thing i did want to mention because i think it's interesting and kind of weird and i've been curious what you guys think about this um fortnite originally announced uh, a couple weeks back uh that they were releasing the game on mobile um, to me going, that sounds like a weird and terrible idea, but okay. And, uh, but before they launched, uh, PUBG, probably the other biggest, uh, battle Royale style game went ahead and released their same version. their kind of ver- mobile version, um, before, uh, Fortnite got it out. So you can actually download the full PUBG game right now on iOS and Android devices, and soon you'll be able to do that with Fortnite. And I'm just curious, what do you guys think about this? What are y'all's thoughts? I, I downloaded both of them when they came out um, because I read an article about the Fortnite one in particular because the PUBG one seemed like it came out of nowhere. And uh, I was reading that they had made some unique changes to the to the PUBG one uh, to allow for you to be able to play a Battle Royale game without having to... Um, Without having to have audio, because that's a pretty big component. If you play Players Unknown Battleground or Fortnite, you need to be able to hear if people are around you. So uh, they actually visualize some of that, which I thought was a kind of a clever way of doing it, where you can actually see like almost like an indicator light of where fire and footsteps are coming. Uh, so that seemed pretty cool. So I ended up downloading it, and then the day I downloaded it, I downloaded PUBG as well. And uh, I suck at both because I'm an old man. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, what about you? I I don't I don't mobile game. I've just never gotten into it and there's been when uh when PUBG like as Drew said dropped it out of nowhere cuz let's be honest it was out of nowhere. That was it just was. You, we woke up one day, we logged into Facebook and it's like PUBG on your phone and I went <laughs> my phone already dies after like an hour. Oh, no. Yeah. Now it could die in 30 minutes though, Tommy. Yeah. yeah. It it puts Pokemon Go to shame in the in the killing your battery. I had like 20% and played like 2 minutes and my phone was dead and I was like, "Oh, okay. Guess I'm not going to play this game anymore." I I will say that I don't think this is aimed at us um because I work with a good number of teenagers and middle schoolers every day and uh <clears throat> they love it and can't stop playing it. And uh, that cannot necessarily be the best thing, but they don't seem like it slows them down at all, which I think it's just a technology gap. I can't figure out how to use touchscreen controls worth a flip. It's not uh, for me. Again, I'm an old man, so I'm not very good at it, even though we've had several people in our clan and in our group of people who play video games who have played PUBG Mobile. Chris specifically is the one I'm thinking about, and he won like right off the bat. But supposedly they've added bots into the game to let people... Hmm get a little bit of a feel for it. PUBG Mobile also did something cool is like you sign in daily, you get like outfits and shirts and stuff, which I think is pretty clever because I I would play more PUBG if like you got something for logging on every day. So I think the mobile versions are 
introducing some interesting ideas maybe for the core game the map the way the PUBG map works is really good too like you can pull the map up without having to you know take up your entire screen you can only it only takes about half the screen which would be nice if you're in the middle of looking for people around to see you know only have half your screen filled up so I don't know there's some interesting ideas but I just don't like touch screen controls yeah, I do think there's an age gap in, in these kind of games because we grew up, we, you know, playing console games and we didn't really start. When we got smartphones, the, the games that came out of there were simple, fun games. And to me, Angry Birds, the, man. Yeah, those are Angry the kind Birds of life. those are the kind of mobile games that I feel like we play. Like if I'm going to play something on my phone, it's going to be something like a puzzle game or something simple. These it's cool that I can play something like this on my phone but I'm just not, my brain's not geared for that. So it's just, I downloaded it and I, I, same with Chris, I almost won the very first time I played it. It was actually really easy. And supposedly that's what it is, is the first couple times you play, there's more bots to help you get a feel for it. And then they start adding like more and more players, which is a smart way to get someone really into it. You know, let them succeed first and then make it more challenging. But, um, I do think it's interesting how, and I don't know how the Fortnite one is because I haven't, it's still not completely out. You have to get, you have to like sign up a certain way to get it. But uh, I do think it's interesting on the PUBG one how like there's all these little things that make it a little bit easier. Um, One thing I like that's in it that I kind of hope they put in the real game is when you drop a marker on your compass in the top, it tells you how close you are to the compass, to your marker. Yeah. So, and there's little hmm. things like that are really cool. And I'd love to see them integrate that into the full game just because it, it could work real well. But I, I think it's as weird and as much as we don't really care for it. I do think it's clever because especially for like, um, uh, PUBG because the full game is paid for if you get people playing it for free which is one of the the big things with Fortnite why so many people jump on it it's free if you get a lot of people playing on their phone for free they're more willing to be like I really like this game I'd love to play it on my Xbox or my PC they may be more willing to actually buy the full game and for Fortnite I mean it's if it's free on your phone you can just play it anywhere so I think it's just extra um ways for them to market their game which is yeah interesting i'm probably not gonna play it much though yeah i think it's interesting and it just shows the age gap a little bit i'm i'm more of a precise shooter guy whether that's mouse or keyboard or even a controller i know some people are screaming at me as i say that because they're like controller isn't precise and i know this is just that concept taken a little bit further but it's interesting it's neat it's a good like if you're sitting i was sitting at uh, appointment the other day just waiting and just was goofing around in it so that was cool but at the same time like you know just not for me i don't think mm-hmm. yeah so yeah that, that's a little bit um we've we've also had a lot of like trailers and stuff come out we've had a new infinity war trailer which looks kind of good we've got a new deadpool trailer uh lots of stuff that we could talk about but you know We'd be here a while, but I figured I'd let you know about that if you don't know. Something in a little other news that I kind of want to mention, it's in comic related. You guys ready for some comic news? So News that I'm not going to understand? No, no, you're going to understand this. No, no, you're going to understand this. This is why I want to bring it up. So... Uh, in DC Comics, right, soon they're going to do a, 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 a an event called Justice League No Justice, where they're like multiple Justice League teams with like really weird mix-ups and stuff, like heroes and villains fighting. I don't know wh- who the main villain is or whatnot. But they're starting to release what the comics are going to be for the summer after like that event's over. And so we've got a new Justice League roster. And the new Justice League roster for this summer, I'm really excited for because it is the same Justice League team from the Justice League animated cartoon that we grew up on. So <laughs> we got some Martian Manhunter. It's Martian Manhunter's back. Manhunter. We've got Hawk Girl, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, John Stewart, Green Lantern. Um, the Flash, though it's Barry Allen don't Flash, you, not Wally West. Don't you like Guy Garner, though? No, let's not bring that up. Isn't, but anyway. isn't he your favorite, Lantern? <laughs> he, he's not my favorite. He's my least favorite. I hate Guy Garner. But John Stewart is cool. And I'm super excited because y'all know I love DC Comics and I really like the Justice League. And I'm super excited because 
I love the cartoon when I was a kid. It's the reason I like DC characters so much. So to actually know that this summer I'm going to be able to pick up the Justice League comics and it be the same team from that cartoon really excites me. And it's it's also going to be a, the start of a new story arc, so it's actually a good time to jump on if you're curious and w- been trying to find somewhere to jump into comics. It might be a good place to start because it's after they've been doing some big events, so it's it's not like a complete reboot, but it's like a, a new team, new start. So um, if it only could be, it I could had be a fun. friend or maybe even a brother that would loan me those comics, I will to, and would let me get into that world. Tommy, <laughs> wouldn't you like that? And Somebody speaking, who just loves it. And speaking of I loaning just like comics, tomorrow is comic day. And like free comic last, day? No, new comic day. Wednesday is when new comics ah. come out. Um, and tomorrow, the last uh, issue of Justice of Dark Knight Metal comes out. So it's done after this week, and I have all of them. So I will let you all borrow them. I would like to see that. And I will put them in order so you know how to read them. And I'd be curious to see what y'all think because it's been a really interesting story. So, um, yeah, there's should, a comic. We should book start news. a we should start a comic Matt Matt's comic advice service where Matt like <laughs> gets the comics and sets them up for you. Says this is what you need to pay attention to. This stuff don't don't worry about this stuff. Like Marvel yeah. comics as a whole. See, nah. that's that's my problem though. Is I'm more I I'm more especially in the comics. I'm way more biased for the DC stuff and. I, I though some cool stuff's happened in Thor recently, so that's something. But Marvel's doing another reboot, and I'm irritated that they're doing the like fourth reboot in the last three years. So, whatever. That's your comic news. Now, let's get into the main topic: Sea of Thieves, where you can be a pirate and you can get two to four to three to four friends and sell around and find booty and fight skeletons and shoot other ships, and that's about all. Or you, or you get on a ship and you accidentally uh, jump off the ship and then the ship sails away while you're in the ocean just yelling at it. <laughs> exactly. That's been my experience. I, I'm actually playing as we talk, by the way. I'm selling oh. my ship right now. I'm not nice. doing a great job at it, but I'm playing. I'm selling the seas and podcasting. Well, so. see, if, see if Thieves is a pirate game put out by Rare, the guys who did Donkey Kong and a bunch of games from our childhood that were amazing. Um, and so a lot of people are excited about seeing what this game would be like because it's kind of a lot of people are saying this is rare coming back to their glory and um, it's gotten good to mixed reviews Um, so I'm curious to see what we think about it Tommy I want to start with you because I know you haven't played a ton of it but you did play a little bit of the beta right yeah yeah Clay and I actually played through uh, I think almost all of the beta Um, nice and I mean, I really enjoyed it. My fear and hesitation from my standpoint is um, I'm afraid it'll get repetitive. Um, yeah. Because mm-hmm. the beta felt a little bit of that way in the end. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, this to me is everything that I wanted like Assassin's Creed Black Flag to be. Like this is... Oh, okay the pirate game that I've been waiting for. Um, it may yeah. fall just a, a tad short of being perfect, but on principle, I really love it. Mm-hmm. I, I'd actually agree with that statement because uh, I think it was, was it last year D3 was announced or maybe it was year yes. before it was announced. It's, it's and been announced at the same time, last E3, but we saw the biggest, like we saw the most about the game. Because we just knew it was a pirate game before E3 this past year. Right. And E3 this past year, they showed that awesome trailer where they actually, like, were on an island and jumped in the water and, like, got something from a wrecked ship and all that other really cool stuff that's in the game now, which really showed kind of the open-worldness. Right. And the, the same year, which hasn't come out yet, they announced, uh, Ubisoft announced uh, Skull and Bones, which is basically just the ship combat from Black Flag. And I remember some of my friends were more excited about that. And I was the same way with Tommy where I was like, but see, that's just ship combat. You there's, you might be able to get off and fight a little bit, but I want to be like able to do more with my ship and play with my friends and be able to fight and go and explore and stuff. And that's what this is more. And I agree with Tommy. That's, that's the part of this that I like. Um, the part that are the negatives that I've seen and I haven't put a ton of hours into this yet but it's the most negatives I've seen is people have said that it does get a little repetitive that 
it's i mean it's basically you've got three different you know things you can do you can go look for buried treasure you can go kill skeletons or whatnot or you can go um uh like capture animals or uh i haven't done much of those so i don't really know exactly but you can do like shipping things and they're merchant stuff yeah the merchant stuff and and they're fun but it is a little repetitive um i think there's a lot of potential in the game and i really hope they just roll out consistently roll out new dlc of just adding things into the game because there are a lot of things that are in the game that weren't in the beta there's uh a little bit more things you can fight there's more things there's snakes and stuff on the island which are annoying screw those snakes man there's uh more weapons (laughs) there's lots of rock there's lots of customizable things um but the in my experience the hard thing that the thing that i don't like is the prices of all the gear is really high and i haven't got to the point where i've gotten missions where i get things that are that cash in for a lot so like i've played for like two or three hours with some friends and we got like probably eight or nine chests and we i still don't have enough gold to buy like even a jacket or a hat and i want my pirate to look like a pirate and stuff and so that that part's a little frustrating to me um but i do think for me the biggest positive is how much fun it is when you get four people and you get the full-size ship and you can't just do it on your own. You have to communicate. You've got to figure out who can do what well and who wants to do what. And so we've got a friend in our clan who loves to be in the crow's nest and to spot things. Uh, we've got one guy who's really good at finding islands on the map below deck and like letting us know which direction. And some and it's just you got to have people who know how to set the cells and be able to get them in the right direction. So you're always going the fastest you can. You got to be able to drop your anchor at the right time so you don't run up on run up on an island, which has happened. I have a really funny clip where I jumped off I on an island and i was swimming to the island and apparently the other guys i was playing with decided that the boat wasn't close enough to the island so i hear one of them go drop the anchor drop the anchor drop the anchor drop the anchor and i turn around and the boat's just coming straight for the island and it literally hits the island and almost goes completely vertical and i about died laughing because it was just the funniest thing so that aspect of this game i think is a huge positive of if you can get some friends some of the memories and, and experiences that you'll get and with just exploring and going around are going to be worth the price of this game, I think. Um, but you, it, it may get a little repetitive um, towards the end. or And I don't know, there's other stuff that may unlock. I haven't gone and explored these giant skulls that show up in the sky that apparently are like horde-type bosses that you have to just fight a bunch of skeletons and try to survive. And I know there's also a kraken where you'll be sailing and suddenly your ship stops and tentacles come out of the water and try to eat you and that sounds amazing so there are things i haven't got to or terrifying but yeah (laughs) but overall i really like the game it's been a lot of fun to play and i think it's an awesome game just to have like in my game collection to be able to jump on with some friends and play um what do you think, Drew? You're playing it right now. What are your thoughts? I'm playing as we speak. I just found a treasure chest. Okay, so here's what I have some I have some positives and some negatives about this game. So what Matt said and Tommy said is very true. I think that it's a little repetitive. Um but I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing per se. I just think that you just gotta know that going in. I don't think I've laughed as much while playing a video game in a very long time. Like this game is very it feels minecrafty to me in a certain way like with a mm-hmm. it's just a sandbox game and i like that it it has this ridiculousness to it where you can you can get drunk and start throwing up on your boat <laughs> virtually so, virtually so obviously annoying. and then you can throw your throw up that you just threw up in your bucket on the guy piloting the ship to wreck it and that's fun a little annoying to him if he's taking it way too seriously but sometimes you got to do that um, I think it's brilliant. Like I, the the things I really love about this game is I think the art style is on point. It yeah, uh, the, beautiful. The, the water the water in this game is is it's not like the most realistic water I've ever seen in a video game, but it's probably the most beautiful water I've seen. I love the art style. It reminds me of like Wind Waker, like that kind of vibe. That like looking at it from an outsider, it looks pretty, but Man, once you get sailing around, <laughs> it's just gorgeous. The way the light works, especially the way water works, 
Um, but the game is very simple. And I think that's one thing I, I like and I don't like. There's not a lot of depth to it as far as mechanics go. Like, there's no tutorial, which is cool. But at the same time, you can pretty much figure out how to do everything within about five minutes of playing the game. Um, I think it's cool that, like Matt was saying, you've definitely got to have people, especially the bigger ship, um, you've got to have people helping you or you can't sell that thing. But um, at the same time, that also causes some ridiculous stuff when you say drop the anchor ten times and then you literally, like, verticality shoot your ship up a hill or something <laughs> on the thing. Um <laughs> I may I'm, put that I'm, on I'm, our Instagram. I recorded it, so I may put that on Instagram so y'all can yeah, see what I'm do. talking about. Because it's hilarious. I, I think it's great. I, I also agree, though, that we've been playing a lot in our clan, and it has been a lot of fun. A few things I don't like about it. I don't like that you can only play four people. For a game that... It, I, I read an article the other day that Sea of Thieves is only fun with played with other people. And I agree and disagree with that. I agree with it. I do think that there's some truth in that. It is so much more fun when you have a full crew of four people in a galleon um, and you're trying to take down another galleon or you're trying not to, or you're trying to get through a storm or you find a sunken ship or something cool like that. I'm not a fan. I also disagree with that because I do think it can be fun by yourself. It just gets old really quick because there's not a lot to do in the game besides chase down some pigs or, uh, or sell around a little bit. The world also is just not huge. And uh, I feel like that's a, a bit of a detriment to this game because I, I've only been playing since it came out last week. It's been out about a week today is, is when it actually launched. And I feel like I've been on every island. And besides actually having a Kraken attack, I think I've seen pretty much everything there is to see. Um, and, and some of the, like, the cosmetic... And, and everything you're buying, Matt was just saying everything's expensive, but everything you're buying is just cosmetic. So, like, I don't know, like... I always, we played tons of Destiny 1 back in year one because, holy crap, we were all trying to get Galahorn. Um, there, there's no Galahorn in this game. There's nothing that makes me want to keep playing to grind it out. The only, the only time I have a desire to get on this game to play is when somebody in our clan says, hey, I'm thinking about going selling. Anybody else want to go do that? That's what makes me want. And I love this game because of that. But at the same time, that's really all it has going for it. Mm -hmm. Um and I think longevity, you know, I did the, the Game Pass trial, me and a few other guys in our clan did, so I've actually not officially bought the game, I've just been playing it for free for two weeks on the Game Pass trial, and I think it's totally worth, you know, the $10 a month paying to be able to get this game right off the bat, I think it's totally worth that, I don't know if it's worth $60 as it is right now for me personally, um, I can see but that. man, it's gorgeous, like I'm sitting here looking at it and it just dawned, and like the sky is beautiful, and I think what Rare needs to do is keep introducing some interesting stuff or maybe keep expanding the map or adding some different stuff in. It's just, it just feels a little too small. Mm -hmm. Tommy, did you play it on Xbox or PC? Uh, PC. What did you think? How did it feel on the PC? Oh, I felt smooth. I enjoyed it. Uh, I'm going to echo Drew's sentiments about I love the graphics. I love the art style. I love the nature of it. Um, you love the accordion. Oh, the instruments are hilarious. <laughs> there's I, there's lots of little fun things, and so you've got two different instruments you can play, and so you could just be playing pirate tunes while walking around. And you you've got a you've got a mug that you can drink out of, and you'll actually get drunk and start like falling over and or fall off the boat that happened to one guy that was pretty funny oh yeah and th so there's there's all kinds of little things like that that make things where you can just have a lot of weird experiences so i was playing with my friend josh the other night and they have this tradition where you stack up all your supplies on the island before you ship off and everybody goes to the bar and you just keep drinking 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 until the first person who throws up and when the first person throws up everybody tries to get to the ship but you're drunk, so like you're fly falling over, and it's really hard to control your character. <laughs> so it's hilarious because it becomes this drunken race. Whoever gets to get on the ship first gets like bragging rights for the night, and it's so silly. But it's also been one of my favorite things to do <laughs> because it's just one of those things that somebody randomly came up with, and it's like now it's something I want to do every time I play, and I think that's kind of cool. I have it. Uh, this is the first game I've bought that had that's a part of the Microsoft Play Anywhere thing. 
and I have to say I absolutely love this concept because I bought it on my Xbox um, so me and my uh, best friend Russell could play on Xbox but I got it on my PC too and there's crossplay and it works just as well as it does on the Xbox so I can be you know because I've been trying to get into PC gaming more and I love this idea that I can be on my computer playing PUBG or something and look up on the Xbox app and see oh Drew Drew's playing on the Xbox and open the game and be able to play with them and have it on both of these major systems I have and so I know it's something they've been doing for a while but I I really like it for this game and I'm super excited because I mean I basically got the game twice and I think that's super awesome and so that that's something and it looks good on both the Xbox and the PC but it's it looks really good on the PC when you crank up the settings to the highest because they they yeah. start out like middle settings and I crank them all the way up and man the game looks good on the PC. It looks so good. <laughs> I will say I, I will say you know take the game the game itself is good and worth playing. I just don't know if you don't have if you don't have friends to play with, I don't think I would pick it up. Um but I will say this that the technology behind it and kind of the future that this game represents on two fronts is really cool. The crossplay, which we've talked about on this podcast before, because we're all for it, we're all for playing with more friends, works really well. Um, Xbox has stepped up their game because when the Xbox app on the PC first launched, talking in parties sounded like crap. And like it's just as clear and great as any other voice processing thing that I've done on the game on PC wise. So it sounds great. It's so flawless and easy to party up with people. We've had multiple people on PC and Xbox playing this game and it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like one is playing on one or the other unless you hear some keys clacking. Oh yeah. Um or or, I mean, or something it, like that. And that was working in the beta. We played the beta and um me and Drew were on our PCs and we had two other guys on Xbox in the beta and it was playing perfectly fine and that was the first moment I've had that where I know I've been preaching crossplay forever, but like this was the first moment I was like, "This is it. This is what it needs to be. Yeah, this is the direction we need to go. I love it. It makes me so happy." And so, yeah, I, I think that's definitely worth mentioning, and and it's just a really cool to be able to do. Yeah, the execution of it is is it's simple and easy, and it just I guess the best way to say about it is it just works, which is great. And the other thing that technology that it represents that I think is really cool is you know Xbox Game Pass. This idea of subscription games as a service, like a Netflix for video games, like you pay, you know, if you subscribe to their Game Pass on Xbox, it's ten dollars a month. You got this day one, and like I can completely see myself instead of buying because I, I I've not I don't buy like every game like I used to or buy as many games as I used to, but if Microsoft gets to the point they're they're bringing out games like this, you know three four times a year i would totally and plus have a backlog of all the halo games all the gear of war games all like all these games that they're adding to this backlog i would totally pay to have this quality of games consistently show up because i think it's worth it and it it's just good like it's it's really good and it's cool that this came out day one and like you can give it a try and be playing this game day one without any penalty because we've not seen that before yet on any of these game subscription services ea even does like you know you get a discount if you buy a new game but it's usually like a whole year before a game makes it into their service so i think that's neat as well yeah i think this shows the value of something like that and i think if because it's no it's no secret that xbox has been you know, weak in the exclusive games the last few years, especially in comparison to their biggest rival, PlayStation. Like, PlayStation's been killing it with their exclusives in the last few years. I mean, God of War comes out in a couple weeks, I think, and they've also got Spider-Man, just to name a couple games that come out this year. If Xbox this E3 or this year or even the next year can, like, step up and bring roll out some really game-changing exclusives, something like this uh xbox what's it called xbox uh is this was game pass game pass could really be worth something and something to look at and um i think it's cool that they've got the whole um trial thing especially right when sea of thieves came out because most of the people in our clan did that to just play and people who yeah. don't have didn't want to buy it just were like well yeah i'll give game pass a try to play it just for a couple weeks why not and so that's really cool um speaking of the future 
where what would you like to see added to this game too we, we've mentioned that we want that if they really keep up and add stuff consistently that it could be a really good game long term while right now it feels a little lackluster in the content area what are some things you think would be cool that would make gamers come back i i want a uh, multiplayer mode where teams yeah. or ships are enabled where uh let's say you have six ships with four crew members each all going after the same treasure Ooh. yeah that would be cool a multiplayer mode because listen some of the most fun and ridiculous moments I've had in this game is chasing some ship down. There was one ship, one of the first nights we played, this little bitty ship came up on a, a big galleon we were on, and we, I mean, we shot 20-something cannonballs into it. Like, the poor guy was by himself, and it was probably not a great experience for him, but man, it felt pretty awesome just to blow a ship to pieces. But that that's rare. I mean, you run into people, but it's not like it's set up to make that happen all the time one of my favorite yeah, no, clips i, I saw oh go ahead tommy i was just gonna say i was a little sad that uh i was really hoping to run into people um mm-hmm. we avoided one ship because the first ship that we were kind of near was within the first couple minutes of me playing and clay's like let's not get murked just yet <laughs> and uh after we got used to it, we just couldn't come clay, across let's, anybody let's let's do it well i mean <laughs> now like (laughs) by the end we were we were looking for people but it was so hard to you know when you're looking for something you just don't find it there's uh there's much more other players outside the beta because i remember running into that many players in the beta but i was playing the other night and we were getting chased by a ship and we were like okay forget this we're not going to be able to take them down and we've got chests. Let's go find an outpost. And one of the guys is like, there's an outpost directly east. And I looked over, and there were two other full-size ships at that outpost. And I went, nope, we're not going to that one. Go to the next one. Where's the next one? <laughs> and so and you'll see small ships around, and too. So I, you see them a lot more. You can see them in the distance and decide whether or not you want to chase them down or not. Much more, because I don't remember seeing that many in the beta. But I do think in the full-size, full game, there are more. Um, so I, th- that- I do think it's better in the full-size game, though I do find that even in the full game like it's it's either hit or miss like i have loaded into games and done nothing but chase people down because that's all there are or i have done the complete opposite and like saw no one like it it seems like it's very hit or miss so like a game mode like tommy's talking about would be really cool to see like just a you know a combat like you're going in and you get good loot like you get cool loot maybe exclusive loot just for that yeah Um, that would be cool I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say, this is out off the from the what we want to see. I did see a clip on YouTube today where a streamer got on another person, another cruise ship that were that was anchored that they were fighting and they were like repairing their ship and they had like 10 chests in the like captain's quarters and the dude just took the chest and just started throwing them off the back of the boat so they couldn't get it and they didn't know he was on the boat so this dude threw 10 chests out into the ocean so they couldn't get it and then they finally when they finally found the streamer all their chests were gone and it was the funniest thing to see and like (laughs) stuff like that's ridiculous to see um I think something else that I would like to see added to the game would be, uh, we talked about wanting to see more, uh, being able to play with more people. I think it would be cool, and it may throw off the balance of the game, but I'd like to see like a six-man ship that's like a triple-decker or something, like two, de- you know, like... Oh, that'd be dope. Remember in, in Black Flag and Assassin's Creed when you would run up on like the really big ships that had like two rows of, of cannons and stuff? And they were really slow, but they're really hard to take down. I think it'd be cool if they added that. Or even if they added just those as AI that you could run across every once in a while that you are really and hard still, to take down. What if you could take their ship? That would be awesome. That'd be cool. But I think that could be a fun way of adding um, more to it. As well as right now, the cosmetic stuff is the only real reason to get gold and spend gold. I think it'd be cool, like Drew said, to have some kind of reward system for playing, you know, uh, playing every day, even if it's like smaller items that aren't as cool, because you don't start out with really anything, um, like items that don't look as flashy or as cool, but you can still unlock. My favorite thing 
on that note actually that is in the game and I love it is there is a day one patch that is literally an eye patch that has the number one on it they can buy that they and I don't know if it still costs only one gold but on the first day of the game it only costs one gold and it's like a joke about the whole day one patches that games would have and I, it started on Reddit where somebody had mentioned it. It was like, it'd be hilarious that they had a day one patch that was literally an eye patch. And they actually were like, that's a great idea. And they put it in the game. So you can buy an eye patch that has a number one. It's called day one patch. And I love that. It's the funniest thing. That's that's pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I... Uh... Drew's distracted yeah, think... because he's driving <laughs> no, I, his boat. Yeah, I'm playing. My, my, my boat is kind of sinking. I just found the hole. Um, <laughs> so, I, you know, you, have you guys played Legend of Zelda Wind Waker by chance? This yes. game reminds me a lot oh, of Oh, wow. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, one, it's one of my favorite games. I think that one thing I like to see that would be really cool would be, like, some kind of, like, underwater thing. Like, I would like to see... Um, like you know how on that game you could get treasure maps of the open water and like you'd have to actually like pull up treasure from the bottom of the ocean that would be like a cool way of keeping in the theme that would also be be neat i also think it'd be really cool to see um to see like maybe you could get like a dive bell and explore underwater because right now underwater looks gorgeous but there's just not much to do besides sinking ships it'd be cool if maybe there were some shallower areas that you could explore with like some weird scuba gear or or something else like that um and another thing like matt you're just saying login like daily login things like i think this game is ridiculous already like they lean into the ridiculous i say you lean into that some more and like give away ridiculous things for daily logins like do it like release cannonballs that when you shoot just explode into fireworks or confetti or turn people into chickens um i, I don't know like you know for, that's one of the things i think that's made Fortnite so successful is that they've just embraced the ridiculousness and they've they've done all this weird stuff that doesn't really make sense but it works because no one takes it too seriously as far as like the cosmetic vibe i say you just do that um the other thing i think from more of a gameplay standpoint is i think the i think the world needs to be bigger like i think it'd be cool if maybe they have seasons where the ocean completely changes and the islands all get mixed up and maybe they change islands or or the or the ocean gets bigger or something like that or something to make it feel living because right now and i know it's early like it's only a week out but like even a weekend like i feel like i've seen everything there is to see as far as the islands go and the islands are pretty but i don't feel like there's much reward for exploring them and i feel like there should be some reward for exploring there just doesn't seem to be much of that yeah i don't know if you get that feeling i like you just go to islands and like unless you've got a treasure chest on it there ain't nothing to do and a lot of the islands have like these caves and stuff that have cool stuff in them but they're just there's not really sometimes there's a chest in there but there's not really any point to the like all these random caves and stuff i feel like that'd be an easy way to integrate because and i haven't had these maps as much but one of my favorite maps from the beta are the puzzle ones that you have to kind of figure out the puzzle and then when you get on the island like more of the map is revealed i love that i haven't ran across many of those in the full game and it may just be the the quest i'm buying i might not be buying the right ones but those were some of my favorite ones because they were they were puzzle like they they remind me of zelda where i get i have to think about it and go oh this is cool this is oh now i have to actually do you know however many paces from this campfire or whatnot and that that stuff's cool i'd like them to lean into that some more too yeah i think another thing too would be cool is like there are these like skull outposts all over the ocean it'd be cool if you could like i think i think you need to lean into kind of because it kind of reminds me of minecraft lean into some of that stuff like maybe it'd be cool if you could build your own base somewhere and that would give you a reason to get these resources and get this money besides cosmetic because you've got a place to like store this stuff that you have to defend and other stuff um or it'd be awesome to have like you and, and this may be way overpowered but it'd be awesome if you could have like multiple ships teamed up together to like go sailing around the seas and stuff maybe that's that multiplayer thing tommy was saying i don't know i think there's a lot of cool stuff they could do i just hope they do it because if they leave it like it is it'll be a fun week-long game to play yeah i'd agree um anything you want to add tommy i've got one more thing i think that might be cool but no i i think that uh until i get more time on the game 
Um, there's not, you know, because I can't can't fully say what I, my expectations are or aren't met at this point. I just know that it's been a lot of fun. Um, I actually did not know that it was uh, interplay capability where if I buy it on Xbox and I can play it on the PC. And Yeah, mm-hmm. that's one of the beautiful versa. things. That's another one of the beautiful things about the Xbox Game Pass, talking about futures. Like, every game they have on there, you can play on PC or Xbox. And, like, you buy it or use the Game Pass, you get it on both. So, for me, that's perfect because I still love playing on my couch and, and playing with my buddies on the Xbox, but sometimes I'm working on the PC or just want to play on my PC because my wife wants to watch New Girl or something. It's <laughs> a good show. Which New Girl is awesome, so there's nothing wrong with it. My last thing I think I'd like to see an improvement on, um, I don't mind the guns, they feel fine, but I want to see something done about the sword combat because it feels very single slash Skyrim and... I, I don't really not in like a good that. Way. And not in a good way. I don't I don't really like... I feel like there should be... Because you only have six shots in your guns until you have to run back to your ship to get more ammo. And so, like, you're using your sword a lot. I'd like to see there be something else added to the sword. You have slash, and you hold it down, you'll do a little lunge, and that's it. And that part doesn't feel super good to me. The guns actually feel good, I think, for, for what the game is. Especially the sniper rifle. It's really fun. Um... But I'd like to see some improvement into that. Maybe some, maybe they'll add different weapons, or like maybe they'll add like two-handed weapons or or like axes or something that may change that. But right now, the sword just doesn't really do anything besides it's just you're a pirate, so you have to have a sword. So, um, so these are the things that we think would be good to be added. We want matchmaking, uh, uh, bigger ships. More items, uh, Wind Waker style quests. Maybe you go underwater, or, or just a Wind Waker. I would take that as well, because when the wind's not <laughs> Drew, with you, Drew it wants, sucks. Drew, Drew wants just wants a, a a Switch version of the Wind Waker, guys. Nintendo, I would listen, if you could guys get if on they that. Were, if Nintendo re-released the HD remix they did oh for the gosh. Wii U on the Switch, I'd buy it tomorrow. I I, I would, love that game. I'd be surprised if they didn't port that over within the next it's year in, or two. That it's would be in my top. That'd be great. Hey, hey! mentioning other news that happened that we didn't talk about, Smash Brothers is coming to Switch, <gasps> by the way. We have not mentioned that, which is which is going to be awesome. Yes. Um, I have something to add yes. via a conversation with Chris, who's in our clan, and, uh, and a friend named Mitch, who's kind of in our clan, except he's a PC elitist, but we still love him. Um, <laughs> and, and, PC and the, conversation, the conversation went basically like, we like Sea of Thieves, but... It's kind of at, at this point we've played it for a few week or a few days, not even a week, not even a full week, and we just feel like we know what it is. It's a little repetitive, not necessarily a go. Oh, dang it, you stupid snake! Sorry, I've ran for a snake in the game. <laughs> Take the dang snakes out now! I can't see everything's purple. We were saying that like, it's a little repetitive. It's not necessarily like it, it's fun to play with friends, but unless you have somebody to play with. But one of the, the things that um, one of them mentioned, and I can't remember which one mentioned, is it a comparison to, to No Man's Sky. Oh, and I agree with that. Oh, that hurts. Which, that hurts. That's well, a hurtful but, but, comparison. But not in necessarily a bad way, just that it's this it's this game that... <clears throat> no Man's Sky and Sea of Thieves feel similar. I've played both games. Um, they seem like two halves of a great game. For instance, I think Sea of Thieves nails the co-op, you know, emergent gameplay of just random stuff happens when you put a bunch of people in a sandbox. I think they get it probably better than many games I've ever played. Like, for a game that doesn't give you many rules and just gives you a bunch of toys to play with, it just works, and I've had some ridiculously funny moments. Um, Trying to catch chickens on islands and trying to blow people out of things and anything in between that. Um, But... On the downside, the map feels real small and it feels real repetitive and it feels almost like there's there's not there's not really any joy in exploring, which is sad because I want to explore the island, but like there's no there's no real reward for that. Versus um, No Man's Sky has this gigantic universe that is huge and there's tons of stuff and there's always more stuff to explore. But there's like there's no people to do it with, so it kind of loses its joy. So like I'd like to see I don't know I'd like to see two of those put together in some way. I'd love to see like the bigness of like Minecraft or No Man's Sky, where it's this game that's created as you play and you don't really know what you're showing. But at the same time, I want to see 
ridiculous cool multiplayer of you know it's all about co-op and i think this game nails that i think there's somewhere in between those two places would be a really great game though i don't know exactly how you make that happen die snake <laughs> he's dead just said right now does that make sense like i feel like yeah I, I i feel like i look at the map and i'm always like there should be more to this than that no i'd agree i i think we i think we covered and covered it real well um so do we have anything else we want to add before we give it our rating if not it's time to give our rating whether it's dope or nope this is the only rating we give things whether we loved it or we hated it and so uh i'll go first i'm gonna give it a dope even though i do think there's a a lot of a lot of negatives that are kind of you know longevity wise that may be kind of a problem it's been a blast and i love pirate stuff and this is everything i've ever wanted in a pirate game with a ridiculously fun and colorful exterior over it by a company a game company i love and i think it's got a lot of potential and just for the amount of fun i've already had on it i'm giving it a dope respectable (laughs) who's am i going next or is tommy going next Somebody. I guess I'll go next. Uh, <laughs> I answered my own question. I, I, too, will give it a dope because we live in a day and age that games are never just what they are on release. For good or bad, games are something that evolves over time. It's weird when I think about it because, you know, all of us growing up, when a game came out, that's what a game was. But now we live in a day and age of, like, day one patches and, you know, a game is, is completely different a month in or a year in than it was to begin with. And so with that in mind, I think that this game has a lot of potential. I think I've laughed more at this game in a long time. So I think it's definitely worth picking up. And I also think it's worth it because I think, I really think this Xbox Game Pass and what Microsoft's trying to do with a subscription type gaming, they I think they may have figured it out. I think it may be worth, you know, 120 bucks a year sounds like a lot, but like if they bring out at least two, if they bring out at least three games, I won't. I'm saving a, a you know, 60 bucks right there. Um, and if they bring stuff that's this caliber to that service consistently, I would definitely be game. I think it's definitely worth playing for that amount of money. So I'll give it a dope as well. It's a lot of fun. All right, Tommy. Uh, I'm going to give it a dope because I did enjoy the beta and I do have intentions of actually picking up the game. Um, I'm hoping that everybody is still playing it at the point <laughs> of when I'll, I I'll pick play it with up. It. Oh yeah, we'll play. But, uh, I mean, cause it is fun. I, I did have a lot of fun and I could see where if we can get in as, as squads of four, like that's some real good quality entertainment time of getting virtually drunk and <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, up like, a deck. I'm, I'm telling you, like you need to do the trial thing, and sometime soon we need to just do a live stream of us playing a Valkyrie cast, literally a, a, a Valkyrie live cast of us playing. I think it's a great games. idea. It Absolutely. would be a lot of fun, and a lot of ridiculous stuff would happen. I'm down with that. We should we should do that. Cool. We'll get that on in in the books. Um, well, without further ado, we'll close out with our favorite segment, What You Binge Watching. This is a segment where we talk about what we've been spending our free time on, whether it's movies, TV, video games, books, comics, whatever we've been enjoying. So um, who wants to go first? So it's been a while since we've podcasted due to all these technical issues, like we said before. So I've been seeing a lot of things, but most recently I had never seen Kill Bill before any of them i just like Mm. had seen bits and pieces so (laughs) me and angela just watched kill bill volume one and volume two which by the way i'm good they feel like (laughs) very they feel like very different movies um but um i don't know it wasn't terrible i i kind of enjoyed the first one because it kind of felt like a anime um vibe and there's lots of ridiculous blood stuff also it just kept reminding me of that um family guy episode where the blood just goes everywhere. Um, but yeah, no, I, uh, that, I've, that's what I've been doing. I've, besides that, I'm trying to think what else I have been doing. Um, also, yeah, that's about it. Cool. Tommy, what I've about been, you? I've been reading a lot for school besides that. <laughs> Tommy, I'm saying you don't like Kill Bill. Nah, I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan. Are you Kill- a Quentin Tarantino fan at all? 
No, he's got a couple movies that I enjoyed. I mean, I love Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction's great. I liked Django. Django's good too. Uh, but as see, a I'd whole, seen Django. That's there's... the only one I'd seen before watching Kill Bill. I don't mm, think yeah. I've seen Pulp Fiction either, which I know people are screaming right now. Nah, Pulp. Should... I'll be honest. I don't like excessive. Uh, I don't like excessive gore. <laughs> um, and well, that... I feel like that's all Kill Bill was. No, yeah, I felt the same way. Um, I felt like it was samurai swords and and blood raining everywhere. Dang it! Don't hit another yeah. lock. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I have been binging. It's weird because I went through a period where I don't think, um, if we'd actually recorded the podcast, I think there would have been like a three month period where I barely watched any like TV or anything and was binging some books. Um, right Did you now, finish I'm, it. Did I finish what? It. I just knew you were reading it forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I finished that um, early January. It's fantastic. Um, but I have been, I've been binging television, and I think I've been this last week alone. I've been binging three different TV shows. Um, <laughs> uh, I'll start with uh, best to worst, oh, um, <laughs> as in what's gonna make me sound like a less trashy person. Um, <laughs> Rebecca and I have been binging Dark. Uh, we almost binged the entire season in one day. Um, I think we have two episodes left. Fantastic, fantastic TV show. Um, I have been binging while I edit uh, Flint. Flint. Is it a pirate uh, show? No, it is about uh, Flint, Michigan. Oh. Um, hmm. I didn't know there was that kinda, much about Flint, Michigan to be known. If you well, live in Flint, Michigan, I'm sorry. I just don't know anything <laughs> about you. Well, it's a uh, it's a like a reality show documentary that follows the police department in Flint uh, from like right before the 2016 elections and whatnot. Um, it's actually extremely well done, um, really good. And then um, I was sick for like two days and I ended up laying on the couch binging some, I can't remember what it was called now. It was like incarcerated girls or something like that. I don't know. It had to do with like, (laughs) it sounds, sounds it was, it was pretty bad. It was trashy. It was like trashy reality television that you'd like find on like, uh, Bravo at 2 AM or something. Uh, but this sounds like a B collection of that television. Uh, basically, it was young women who were like early high school, high school age that were incarcerated in this. Um, it wasn't necessarily a prison system. It was, I mean, it was a juvenile juvenile correction facility. Um, anyways, I don't know. I, I turned on one episode because I needed something that could just be in the background while I fell asleep. And then... Um, I started was like, I don't know. I got I got yourself into a hole, a binging hole. (laughs) Yeah, it was just like, oh my gosh, I have to know what happens next. I can't believe she said that. (laughs) Oh my god, (laughs) that's kind of funny, Tommy. Hey, it was it was weird. Mentioning a binging, my wife actually got the flu um, for a season, and she went through all of Full Metal Alchemist again. And what else? She and and friends. She finished like the second half of Friends and Full Metal Alchemist within her being sick. It was actually wow. quite impressive. See, she, when was, I was she was sick, out for I a wanted whole to week. start. I wanted to start Full Metal Alchemist, but literally my intent was to turn on something that I did not care about. And because <laughs> if I had like a caring. fever dream, I know it was <laughs> like just, I said, I'm not proud. <laughs> it's poetic, Tommy. That could be made into a story. I'm not proud. I didn't want to care about these show. girls that were incarcerated, but golly, they just stole my heart. <laughs> uh, what about you, Matt? Well, as for me, the main thing I've been watching lately, uh, because you know, all the news has been coming out about uh, Zachary Levi playing Shazam, which I'm super excited about. I decided to go back and watch one of my favorite shows that has him in it called Chuck. And I've been rewatching Chuck Love that show. All, off of Tommy's show. Plex. And uh, I finished season two yesterday. Oh, season three is not in. Oh, no. It was Shoot. on there. 
but then it's well it's kind of on there but it's not kind of on there <laughs> like i have some of the episodes and i have i've ripped all of the episodes but for whatever reason on the season three blu-rays yeah they shuffled the order of the titles oh, that's weird and they mixed it was super weird they did this weird like encoding thing where they were trying to like trick me mm-hmm. or whatever and they did it they tricked me <laughs> that one is not episode one two is not episode two and so i have to sit down and go, like watch them all and figure out i mean the order of things i could probably help, so, you, help you with that but i i love chuck it's it's literally about a nerd like a really geeky guy who uh, ends up getting a government computer downloaded into his brain, so he has all the government secrets, and so he has to work with these spies to like basically save the world. But he's like this really awkward geek, and it's it's hilarious. I loved it. I used to watch it in high school when it was when it was still on TV, and it's been really fun to rewatch it again. And it, it's it really holds up. I think it's a great show, and so uh, I'm almost like I said, I just finished season two. Which is my favorite because season three is my favorite because he gets a different in a computer in his head and I'm really excited about it. Um, but I watched that and then the other thing I wanted to mention this was like back when we first started having issues. Um, I watched a movie, an anime movie called Your Name, and it's amazing. And I don't spoil it for I'm me. I'm not going to spoil it because I, I haven't watched it yet. Tommy hasn't watched it yet. But the basic premise, and this is going to sound weird, but it's it, and I didn't expect to really like it as much as it did, but basically there's a guy and a girl and they, for some reason, keep switching bodies and they don't know why. So they're having to like figure out what's going on and somehow try to figure out how to live each other's lives when they switch. Um, and it just develops into this really interesting story. And I was watching it and cause I kept hearing it got really good reviews and everybody online when it came out was talking about how good it was. And so when I saw it, um, I was like, I'm going to give it a try and I was watching it and I was texting my girlfriend and I was like, I don't know why I'm so interested and so enthralled in this. Like, I need to know what's happening and I need to know what's and I was just texting her the whole time about it. And um, we started it. So I'm going to get her to finish watching it probably soon. But it's it's definitely worth a watch. I can't wait to hear what Tommy thinks about it when you finally see it. Um, but that's amazing. Well, you need to. Mm-hmm. You really need to go watch the other one on there that he's done. Um, the girl, the girl who left through, through time. time. I saw that one too. I'm gonna watch that one next. But the first one, it's so good. It's it's great. It's they people have been calling him the next Miyazaki, which yeah, he which hates. He hates. <laughs> he hates, and I love that because I feel like that means he's. Because he doesn't want to be compared to Miyazaki, and I get that. That's a lot. Well, of I think pressure. that's fair. Like, I mean, that's like going up to to George Lucas and saying you're the next Spielberg. Like, mm-hmm. they're both. I mean, well, let's be honest. Lucas has not lived up to that. But no, but, um, but it'd be like you know, it'd that's... be like somebody coming up to like a current mod, like director, like uh, I don't know, J.J. Abrams. Though he's he's had some good hits lately, but like coming up to J.J. Abrams when he did the first Cloverfield movie and being like, "You're the next Spielberg," and like, "Oh, no pressure, right?" So I, I get that. I get his. Well, but at the same time, I I get it because it takes away. Uh, it kind of strips him of his own individual voice because it's not just the expectation of it. Mm. It's the, but I'm not Spielberg. I'm J.J. Abrams. Right. Like, right. I um, agree. I get it. Because he actually got to the point where he's telling people to stop going seeing it because of those expectations and stuff. But regardless of that, it's a great story. The animation is phenomenal. Some of the best animation I've ever seen. A beautiful, beautiful um, piece of work. And it's, I can't wait to hear what Tommy, what you think about it. And I'm definitely going to check out the other one. That's super interesting. I think the reason I haven't watched it just yet is The Girl Who Leapt Through Time was good, but I've always felt that Miyazaki has some of the most just astounding visuals. And. The girl who, I mean, not that the girl who leapt through time, and I can't think of that uh, director's name. Like, not that his stuff hasn't been good. It's just felt more. I don't know. I guess modern. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like watching cartoons now versus cartoons back from like the '90s or even the '50s and '60s. The the approach is different. Mm-hmm. You know, things that are done on the computer now feel like they're done on a computer, and it's I kind of miss hand-drawn. that hand drawn. Yeah, like there were imperfections in it. There was 
almost this like personality and, and whatnot that say. yeah that that actually comes through in that and there's nothing wrong with it things being done digitally i have no issue with that whatsoever it's well, just you uh, draw almost every day digitally mm-hmm. i i attempt to create some sort of scribble on paper mm-hmm. but no, it's good no but i i, I enjoy it. it's highlight of my day every day tommy it, i like it a lot too and and I I do I see what you're saying I I haven't seen that one so I can't comment and I I know what you're talking about with Miyazaki films um you you just have to let me know what you think because it's been a while yeah, since I, I watched will. one of those but I would say it's it's on par it, not I don't That's know if I'd me say excited. I don't know if I'd say it's better but I do think it's on par with um, and the director's name is Makoto Shinkai. Sweet. So there we go. I, I, wanted I to make appreciate sure, you looking that I up. I wanted to make I sure we gave him credit because it's, yeah. Absolutely. So. I've heard good things about that as well. I need to watch it. Maybe we can do an episode on that if we all watch it. Yeah, that could be fun. I think that's a great idea. So that's our episode, guys. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we do have some stuff on the horizon planned. Uh, there's lots of movies coming out soon. We're about to hit, get close to the summer season when everything's coming out. Um, we're hopefully going to get an episode out on Pacific Rim Uprising. Uh, maybe one talking about Tomb Raider and video game adapted movies. Um, so keep an eye out for that. And remember, you can check in the description. We've got a suggestions page where you can go and give us ideas of things you'd like us to talk about. We are may or may not do that. Just depends. But we'd love some feedback. And you can find us on all the other socials. And uh, that's it, guys. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. We are the Valkyrie Cast. Valkyrie Cast.